Blog Talk Radio. You know what time it is. It's official. Queen B. Welcome to the Beehive. Uh, 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 uh. Shot it from the roof. Shut it out. Shut it out. Shut it out. It's the Beehive. Shot it from the roof. Shut it out. Shut it out. It's the Beehive. Get the lights to the stage just to jump outside. Queen B. Checking in on your morning drive. It's on your mind. Introducing the Beehive. Don't lie. We live. It's alive. Let's rock up. Get in the drill. You can drop that. Drop that. Real. So you can bounce that. Bounce that. What it is. What it is. Queen B. What's the deal? What's the deal? Not here. We the soul of the booth, like we back on the bayou. You know how the queen do. Touching Louisiana, got the whole game shook. Real talk radio, got them charged with book. The beehive, baby, we own it, own it. Party every day, kicking off the morning. Hell, the queen, haters by down. Uh, Yellow, get them right to the shelf. Uh, Sound now. Woo! Shot it from the roof. Shut it out. Shut it out. It's the beehive. Oh, oh, oh. Shot it from the roof. Shut it out. Shut it out. It's the beehive. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Beehive with yours truly, Queen Bee. Let's see what all the buzz is about. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to the Beehive Live with yours truly, Queen B. Let's see who we got on here. Peggy. Peggy Sue. Welcome to the show. Hello, Hello Queen B. Hello. <laughs> we got Stephen the Q. What's up, Steve? Welcome to the show. What up, what up, what up? Sheba, baby. What's up, Steve? I hear some I hear some noise in the background. Hello? Y'all good? How y'all doing this evening? We're doing good. We're doing good. Awesome fast Awesome fast uh, Great. Re- Great. Okay. Renee, Renee Goosby, if you, you are here, uh, press one on your keypad so you can get in the queue, please. Renee White Goosby, if you're on here, just press one so you can get in the queue. All 
I pray everybody had a wonderful day today. I have pray I had a good morning, a productive day, a wonderful afternoon. Renee, is that you? Yes, ma'am. Hello. What's going on, Queen? Not much. How's it going this evening? It's going. Welcome to the Beehive with yours truly, Queen Bee. Y'all. Thank you so much for having me on. You are so very welcome. Um, y'all, she's a, a friend of mine, more like a sister. Renee, why don't you tell um, everybody a little bit about yourself? All right. Well, my name is Renee White Goolsby. I live here in Alexandria, Louisiana. I am uh, a mother, an entrepreneur. I'm also the president of the Alexandria Regional Black Chamber of Commerce. And I sit on uh, the GATA board as a commissioner, which is our Greater Alexandria Economic Development Board. I also am a um, vice president on the board for uh, Club Cares, which is uh, an academy for um, black up-and-coming entrepreneurs, and those of us that just needed some continuous education in order to be able to run and function our businesses, um, you know, to a better capacity to um, allow sustainability. Okay. Okay, we also have another call. Uh, DJ Will is on with us. DJ Will, welcome to the show. I have to call him. You have to call him? Okay. Okay, uh, Renee. Um, when y'all are dealing with when you're dealing with black-owned businesses in here in Alexandria, let people uh, let us know how like what they need to do and the information that they need to have to link up with that. Okay, so not just in Central Louisiana and every in most states there's a, a, a regional black chamber of commerce of some sort, um, and a lot of times people are unfamiliar if they're entrepreneurs that they have these hold on. black chambers that Renee, hold on, excuse me, excuse me. Uh huh. Hold on just one second. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, okay, Renee, you go ahead and um, finish what you were saying. I'm sorry for that interruption. Okay. So as I said, in most states there is a, a, a regional black chamber of some sort. And, um, you know, I would advise anybody that is an entrepreneur, up-and-coming entrepreneur, um, to actually get in touch with their uh, black chambers in their local areas due to the aspect that uh, the black chamber is actually there to work for you as an up-and-coming business owner or as an existing business owner. Um, the chamber provides continuous education to you, as well as they go to your states and up to as high as the federal level in order to find funding and money that are available for you out there in order to, A, either sustain a business and grow it or to um, actually begin a business. So, you know, black chambers are very big on economic development and sustainability of businesses. Okay, and you also are an entrepreneur business owner yourself. Yes, ma'am. I actually own a boutique called Delon Delores Jewels and Boutique. Um, 
You know, we um, cater to the um, business lady or that executive that's in an office that wants to be able to have that style and look of that business professional. So, um, and it's created for us, by us, um, uh, as FUBU would happen to say. So, um, definitely I provide um, low-cost, affordable uh, clothing um, at a high end, you know, that's definitely high end. So, um, but it's affordable. So, you know, you're able to go from the boardroom to girls' night out if need be. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um, right now I'm going to turn it over to the panel to see if they have any questions for you. Ms. Peggy, do you have any questions for Ms. Renee? Um, yes, I do. Um, we just love to have the link <laughs> of where we can do some shopping. Uh, you're online. Okay, so... Or currently yes, right now, or, it's know. only via Facebook. We currently have somebody because we're going through a revamp right now. The name of the business, as I said before, is Delon Delores Jewels and Boutique. But you can actually find it under Renee White Goolsby, which is G-O-O-L-S-B-Y, on Facebook. Um, normally, I will post um, outfits um, every week or whatever, um, new items that we have available. I do ship out. Um, to all 50 states and also overseas, so um, that's not a problem either. You have any other questions, uh, Ms. Peggy? Um, do you go out and do any special events? Um, I definitely do. Um, I do pop-up shops, um, and I'm also, um, I sign up, I have a contract with the mall, so I'm in the mall every first Saturday of the month, and I do every fifth Saturday in a, a town right over a bridge called Pineville, Louisiana. So every fifth Saturday I'm there. Um, I do travel. Um, the aspect of uh, Delon Delores Jewels and Boutique is not to be a brick-and-mortar boutique. Um, we will, of course, be an online boutique, but as well a mobile boutique. So that provides the convenience for that single mom, um, you know, that's got children and she can't really get out and have enough time to do the shopping that she needs. Or, you know, that person in the office, you know, they're working long hours. And so a lot of times we don't get a chance to get out and actually do the shopping that we would like to do. Um, and, of course, if COVID taught us anything, um, you know, brick and mortars are sort of a thing of the past. If you notice, a lot of malls and a lot of different towns, if you live in small towns, USA sort of as we do, um, a lot of these malls, um, you know, your big businesses and big companies are pulling out. So you're seeing a lot of up-and-coming entrepreneurs that are now moving into mall spaces where, you know, once maybe your, um, let's see, uh, a J.C. Penney's, and maybe your J.C. Penney's has closed in your area, so um, or Sears, you know, maybe it's closed in your particular area, and now you have something else that's housed in there. So. Um, Definitely, like I said, hoping to be a mobile boutique on wheels. I'm currently working on a grant um, for that at the moment. And um, I'd be able to, you know, sort of pull up anywhere and allow people to shop from the luxury of, um, you know, their home, which is, I think, will be phenomenal. Yeah, that is. That's very convenient. Um, DJ Sean. Uh, well, I apologize. I'm I'm hard on names. What was your name again, ma'am? <laughs> it's Renee. Renee. Um, question I want to ask you: Aren't uh, malls these days? Aren't malls really getting played out by the older, the older folk like it used to be back in you know back in the day? 
aren't the most. I mean, because uh, you know everything is convenient that's, online that's now. That's what I'm you telling can, you. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Right, malls are actually becoming a thing of the past. But if you'll realize, in urban America, for for our small black black businesses that maybe have never been up in brick and mortar, this is prime opportunities for them to go into brick and mortar locations if they so choose to do so. So here in Central Louisiana right now, uh, the majority of our mall, our Chick Fil A, is owned by a black uh, individual a black lady. We have Great American Burgers that's also owned by a black lady. We also have a formal wear shop that is owned by a black lady. We have a men's tuxedo shop owned by a black lady. So as these mm-hmm. businesses, you know, our counterparts have been pulling out, this is afforded and allowed an opportunity for our, you know, our small black businesses to be able to actually go into these brick and mortars. Aspect of if it's played out, yes, uh, malls, I would think so. But, however, you still have a lot of foot traffic that goes into malls, that mom and dad that's shopping for those kids' clothes, or that mom, she just wants to get out with her girlfriends or the younger generation. They actually do still go out in malls. Now, if the foot traffic is busy as it it normally uh, would be, I would tell you no. But the great thing about that is I get an opportunity to put my hands on it, feel and touch it. And if I so choose, I can order from your site online, too. So I, I've got two components of being able to deal with you. So I so, think that's a great aspect because it's a win-win. So i got one more question, Quimby. So is this helpful okay. to to the black business owners getting into malls after the pandemic, or or was it something that they were trying to do before the pandemic? So a lot of times in a lot of instances, they were trying to do it before the pandemic, but you, you know, realize this, a lot of times they couldn't because of affordability and them not having the resources of being able to get into these locations because they were sky high. Now, as big town, big, big business USA began to move out, malls had to do what? If they wanted to be sustainable and keep their doors open, they had to do something as far as reducing their prices, whereas in the past they had kept a lot of these small businesses, especially our small black businesses in our black communities out because of the aspect we normally couldn't afford the overhead. Right. Okay. Right. That's all I have. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Um, um, so everybody that's listening on the, uh, that's listening right now, um, if you want to get on, ask a question, if you have anything you want to say, just dial 516. Four five three nine one one zero. Press one to get in the queue if you would like to speak or ask a question to Miss Renee while we have her on. Um, anybody else have any other questions? Nobody. No, I'm good right now. Am I on? Hi. Who's that? Do you know Hi. Me? Welcome to the show. <laughs> this is Terry. Hi, girl. <laughs> How y'all doing? Welcome to the show, girl. You snuck in here on me. Y'all, yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's Miss Lucky Charms. That's Terry Lucky Charms with Transformers. <laughs> go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, well, I was listening to Miss Renee, and she did. I love the way she presented that as small black um business owners and I just kind of wanted to uh ask her does um does she ever is it does she attract a, a lot of uh African American women or is it uh Caucasian women as well you know all genres of women okay and a lot of times uh 
you know, when we as small black business owners develop our businesses and come up with our business plan and our strategy, um, for instance, um, I teach at a business academy as well. So when I developed my business plan for my particular businesses, it was actually geared for for African-American women. So my target demographic was anywhere from any, anywhere from 35 to 65 years old, normally a single black mother. Um, she's on an income. Um, I mean, she's on a budget. Her income was anywhere from thirty-five to sixty-five thousand dollars a year, and that was just yes. solely because the friends that I knew that traveled in my circle at the time that I was divorcing, when my daughter was little, that was about the income bracket they were in at the time. Okay. Yes. So you mm-hmm. know, a lot of times they were forced to decide whether or not they were going to keep little Jimmy or or Michelle over here in these two hundred dollars sneakers in order to keep up with the Joneses, so that these kids were not teased in school or if they right. were going to be able to dress the part in corporate America. Um, conversation I just had with somebody the other night. Unlike any other race, okay, we are judged the hardest as far as when it comes yes. down to business, uh, anything mm-hmm. of that nature. So, i.e., you may be in the co- in, in the building with the CEO of the building, but you might know more than the CEO, right? But the CEO, right. he or she comes in and they dress the part. And unfortunately, you may have a lot of kids and you're not able to dress the part, right? So what happens mm-hmm. to us, we, we're overlooked, okay? So you wind right. up getting overlooked because your clothes ain't quite right. You know, I always like to tell people you already got two strikes against you, especially if you're a female and a black female. So one, you're a female, okay? So two, mm-hmm. you're black, right? All right. right. So you've got these strikes against you, and you're doing the best that you can possibly do. You may have that degree and may be on the same level as that CEO, but you know what? That CEO is dressing this part that you're unable to afford, Okay. So with my company, I allow you to go into the office and look just like the CEO looks, but you didn't pay what he or she what she paid for hers. And you're not not walking around looking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I love it. I love it. I totally agree. So you know, like I have a suit collection, and you know, I call it the HBIC. It's not the head bitch in charge, but I'm the head boss in charge. Okay, so that's that's my suit collection, right? And so I also offer a collection for my curvy chicas. So, you know, that allows them to be confident to be uh, in the office as well. I want to be able to take you to the boardroom to girls' night out. How many times Mm -hmm. have you bought an outfit and that outfit is only good for one thing? I don't buy clothes that way. I like to look like money. I like to smell like money, but I like to also have money in the bank, right? So I don't want to spend a whole (laughs) lot um, trying to impress everybody, right? But I'm going to come always looking like success, okay? Right. Because you've got an image that you have to uphold. I don't care if you're making $25,000, $10,000. I need you to go to work and dress the part of the CEO in the building, okay? That's right. Yeah, don't That's look like right. you're coming out of the project or walking around here looking like a busted open right. can of business. I need, you to, be able to, I need you to be able to represent, right? Yeah, and, and, and I mean, a lot of times that's the problem with you know with with a lot of us. But you know, hey, and like I said, a lot of times it's money. It's it's, it's a money issue. You know, I tell people I was blessed and fortunate enough. My husband was in the military, parents in the military. I never missed a beat. So when people tell me their struggle, I I don't know because I didn't live the life. 
But I assure you, I had friends around me that did live the life, and I watched some of my girlfriends go through hell. You're gonna, they gotta go to Walmart, and you, you might be able to go over here to Dillard's. You know, is there a difference in quality of the clothes? It really is. Mm-hmm. I gotta buy yes, stuff that I, I can have that lasts me year after year after year. I have clothes in here that I've had for ten years. That's right. Because I believe in buying quality, but I believe in shopping on a dime, too. I'm not going to go give you $200 for a suit, and I know I can get a suit, a complete suit for $55 somewhere. And I know that 10 years from now, the color is going to be the same. The stitching is going to be the same. Nothing's going to be messed up on this particular suit. Yes. Baby. And I I want to say something real quick. I'm not the the Alibaba boutique. Yes. I love the whole mindset of that because from a single parent speaking as myself, that's the way I Mm -hmm. look at things um, of that nature because I'm a single parent and I want my kids to look nice. So as a parent, I kind of take the sacrifice. So I I I don't care if people, I I don't care if they frown upon it, but I actually take joy in thrifting. I thrift because I know when I'm going in there, I know what I'm looking for. I know the brands Mm -hmm. at Dillard's. And I know what I'm looking for, mm-hmm. and I can come. I'm I'm like a serial thrifter. You wouldn't even be able to tell what I have on come from a thrift store after I wash it, sanitize it, and clean it because I know the brands that I have, and I know that when exactly. I'm going where God is taking me, I need to look the par. And I came out of there. Wouldn't you like the aspect of not having – I love the thrift, too. I do. I, I'm, I'm a big thrift store yes. on blazers and things of that nature. But wouldn't you love yes. just the aspect of, hey, I can just go online or I can walk into whatever or yes. this person can pull right up to me, and I don't have to mm-hmm. thrift because I know that this yes. is going to be within my budget and it's going to be quality and it's my one-stop shop. I sell jewelry as well. So not only am I getting my clothes, but I can get my jewelry as well and, and I'm, I'm well about my business. Now, if I want to yes. go thrift to add to something that I bought, say if I bought right. a dress and it's short sleeve and I I can go thrift a jacket, I think that's awesome. There's nothing wrong with yes. that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's how I kind of balance it out too. Whenever I know that I'm, I'll write my list down, wherever I'm looking for blazers or something like that, I'll go on there and do a blazer haul or something of that nature. And then when I'm ready mm-hmm. to take my credit card to Dillard's, then I go give, give me something nice from Dillard's. And I just kind of thrift. You know, you right. just mix and match. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like I said, you know, that's just basically my concept. You know, I want you to be able to look good on a dime. I want you to be able to take that same outfit that you wore to that office, and then at night if you needed to do a girl's night, it's a simple switch of a blazer, a simple switch of a shirt, uh, if it's a skirt. Or, or whatever it might be. If I sold you a shirt, then I've got you some faux leather jeggings that you could put on at night and put your thigh-high boots on, rock it with your yes. pearls, and be out with your girls for drinks. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, 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 yes. fun, flirty, fabulous, what's and fashionable. What's y'all's credit, right. credit score? What's our credit score? Yes. Yeah, what, what's y'all credit score? Shoot, I'll tell you why you tell me your credit score. I, I, I assure you, I'm a, I'm a homeowner, I'm a business owner, so I'm I'm, I'm yes. well over 700, sweetie. Well, we're in the same boat then. Let's float. <laughs> <laughs> we like right, to have fun right. out here, y'all. We like to have that's fun right. out here. That y'all is, going to town, right. so I was like, I was like I know that's up. right. <laughs> let's, let's do this right quick. Y'all hold on, y'all. Everybody go to mute so we can play this song right quick. 
Y'all ladies, don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. Put your phones on mute. Let's go into this song real quick. everybody back over. Renee. Renee. Renee, Terry. Yes, ma'am. Ms. Yes, ma'am. DJ Sean. Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me let me tell y'all something. Why I I chose that song right there to be a part of my playlist. And the the way you guys were just speaking, you ladies were just speaking about women and how you're supposed to look the part and all of that good stuff. Sometimes there are women, even men, that don't feel like they're worthy. They don't feel beautiful. They don't feel handsome. They don't feel like they're good enough. And I chose that song because it encourages you to encourage yourself. Yeah. And this was a this was the perfect I moment mean. to have you two ladies on here 
and just to be just to say the things that you're saying and not giving people hope that you can mm-hmm. afford to look the part. You can mm-hmm. afford to, you know, own your own business. You can mm-hmm. afford to be an entrepreneur and dress the part. You can mm-hmm. you can do whatever it is that you set your mind to. You ha- it starts That's with your right. mindset. It starts with your way of thinking. Once it falls into your way of thinking, it falls into your heart. Once it falls into your heart, it's in your bloodstream. Once it's in your bloodstream, it's in your body now. So now it has to become an action. And you have to put it yeah. into action now. So what y'all are saying is encouraging some listeners out there. You may you may not know how you are really touching somebody just by saying what you're saying. And you have mm-hmm. Renee, Miss Renee, you have you have a boutique where those the the very clothes, the business attire is affordable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, let me introduce you to Terry Lucky Charm Smith right here. I had to keep it. Marshmallows. But anyway. <laughs> I had to keep it. Now Terry Terry, Lucky Charms has a vi- had a vision of pro- I better get. Terry, mm-hmm. when God gave you that vision of the female mm-hmm. truck group Transformers, mm-hmm. talk tell, talk about that. Tell us about that. And we just had our first official meeting Sunday, y'all. So mm-hmm. she's going to cover that for y'all right now. Okay. Yes. Um, like I said, I'm from Alexandria. Renee knows me. <laughs> she's about to put two and two together by now. But, um, Yes, God allowed me to have that. Um, he actually showed me that vision. Um, of I was asking the Lord, I said, where are we going in 2022? And the Lord um, placed it upon my heart. He said to just start a truck group. I heard it so clearly, and I said, I said, God, why? And he said, because I'm about to transform some things in your, not only my personal life, but in, in the earth realm. And so um, God gave me a vision uh, last year. And um, I said, well, Lord, if you if you want me to do it, you're going to send me the truck. So he did that. And the, the Lord said at um, at a certain time, he said, I'm going to send you the women along with it. He said, um, I said, okay, God. So I wrote everything down because I journal a lot of things, um, especially if they come to me prophetically. And um, I sat for a while. He told me the name Transformers. And one day I was sitting at home and the movie, the actual movie of Transformers came across my TV. And so the Holy Spirit speaking to me then, he said, that's what I want you to name it. And I said, oh, okay. And I looked and he said, the T in the Transformers will be a cross. He said, because you're going to transform lives as you, as you socialize and evangelize. And so I asked the Holy Spirit a couple of months after that, I said, Lord, what is the intention of the, the group? He said, it's going to be female empowerment. You will have women that will come that will come together, the strong, independent women and feminist women as well. Um, and I'll tell you for the reason for that later. But these women will come together, and the purpose will be once you unite, this will serve the children in your local area and other cities. He showed me a vision also of um, 
that in this in this season and time of where we are living in right now, that He is sending out soldiers. And I saw the soldiers, and they were getting in, they were getting into airplanes, and they were going different ways. And I said, I wrote it down, and I said, Lord, I said, what do you want? Um, our clothes, our clothing, or you know, our uh, our colors for the group. And he said, Army fatigue. And he said, because you're going out on a mission. And this mission it is it's um it's starting off small right now, but God is going to grow it. And he's going to send me the soldiers that I need in order for to carry out the great commission, not only in my community but communities all over. And uh, what our mission and our purpose is, um, to, we're focusing on children uh, in foster care and uh, children that are uh, going through human trafficking as well. Not only children in that area, but the children of our community that will be the next generation to come. And um, um, one of my dreams uh, when we had our meeting, we had our meeting um, this past Sunday, is to um, do a local fundraiser where we are uh, we're not um, only raising money and taking donations to allow this mission to carry out, but also to uh, uh, raise, um, we want to get donations for luggage. And the luggage is going to be donated to the children in our local community that are in foster care. And the luggage is for them when they transition to another home or when they actually get adopted. So, um, so many times I, I had the uh, opportunity to work in a foster care home a couple years back, and um, I worked in a, a group home of boys, and every time they got transferred to another home or they had to be sent somewhere else, they would always get a trash bag. That was the only thing that was given to them was a trash bag. And, and um, y'all just don't know the, the tears I would see in these young men because we serviced um, – Men, uh, young men from ages 12 up until 18, that's the group home I worked in, and these were, were uh, broken boys, broken boys, and their pride was was cut when they had, I could see them just, you know, they were getting tired. One, one child, he really, I would never forget this moment, they were transferring him out to another uh, community home. He was a twin, he was a twin. His other brother was in another group home. Um, down south, and he was in LA. He was in Pineville, and um, he only had one more day to stay. And they were taking him to another facility, and he had to pack his bags. And I had my job was to help him, and I had just got on the job, so I just met the child, and I did not realize that they didn't have like luggage. They we had to. I mean, I, I was asking him. I said, okay, so where are we going to put your clothes in? He said, go get me a trash bag, and. The pain, he was, I think it was about 13 or 14, it was, I knew then that he was normalized to this. This was routine for him, and he felt mm-hmm. as if he was nothing. You know, they're going to do it anyway, so just give me a trash bag. And the way he put his, his clothes in it, he just, he just threw them in there as if he was nothing. So God revealed it to me years later as he already knew that I was going to go into this type of ministry. The Lord said, this is who this will be for. And um, also God has given me a ministry of advocacy for children as well. So God is, is forming the people that we need to in order to advocate for the children, not only in our community, but like I said, it will be communities all over. So if we can, can promote um, um, change for adoption, awareness for human trafficking, uh, awareness for adoption, while there are so many kids that are waiting to be adopted, 
and needing foster uh, parents. And if we can Lucky. get the information out there, then they would be great. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, oh, Terry. But um, the luggage thing, the luggage drive thing, talk, give us a little bit more information about what we was talking about um, as far as the luggage drive for these kids who are in foster care and who are being adopted and having to take their stuff out in uh, garbage bags. But uh, let me acknowledge uh, Miss B. Sexy. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Beehive Live, Miss B. Sexy. Hello, 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 baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming in. Thank you for joining us. So, uh, I got a car full of folks that I told them I was going to be with. But how y'all doing? All right. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, uh, Terry, um, mm-hmm. back to the um, the luggage drive. Uh, talk mm-hmm. about that. Tell us about that. A little bit about that. Well, um, we talked about that in our first uh, meeting Sunday, and what we did was we come together and see if we can come together with some type of ideas or what we can do in the place that we can have it and the people that we can reach out to to actually just do a drive-by, and that is the purpose of our trucks, too. We're going to let our trucks down, the bed of our trucks down, and load up those luggages, and hopefully we'll get a lot of sponsors and a lot of um, people to come out and purchase luggage in order to uh, donate, and so that's what we're working on, and um, yes, that's what we're working on, and uh, we're going to try to do it before uh, school uh, starts uh, and before August. Right, and um, we also also what God laid in my heart is for mm-hmm. the women, because with with all the trafficking that's going on, for women to get concealed, you know, to, yeah. to get take the class, take the class, get your certification, and apply for your concealed carriers permit. So so whatever we go, whatever we do as far as the truck group, we're protect. There's some noise in the background. Um, we, we're protected, and we know how we know how to operate. We know how to use, and we know how to, um, you know, to, to take care of ourselves when we have to go on these different missions because you just never know what you're going to walk into, you know. Right. So, um, uh, anybody have uh, Miss Patty? Do you have any questions for Miss Terry? Miss um, Terry, I just want to say um, what you're doing is absolutely phenomenal um it truly touches my heart and my and just my whole soul um anything i can do to help um push this out anything that i can do for y'all um please let me know how i can or where i am able to help you um in anything um it's just a beautiful everything you're doing um thank you a greatly you're so welcome. I greatly applaud you. Um, there is a lot of children, and they are suffering. And what you're doing is truly changing their life, their whole life. You're making them feel like a whole person. Um, and you can't just be a whole person. Yes, ma'am. And you know you can't just give someone that. You know when you when you give someone a hug, you can feel that. And you giving them something to carry their personal personal their clothes in is um mm-hmm. that just speaks volumes and that's all I would just wanted to say that um I greatly applaud you and anything I can be able to do to help um 
just let me know how, and Queen Bee will let you know. And thank yeah. you so much. And just y'all just keep doing. That is truly amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Miss Tay. So I, I, I have one question. So mm-hmm. is, is this organization a 5013C and LLC or, or or what what is it? Well, we're we're trying that's what our meeting was for um Sunday. I'm aiming for it to do it a, a 501C3. So we'll we're trying to get on that next week as far as like the paperwork. Okay. Okay. So it's not actually a, a legal foundation at this point. No. And, and and the reason why I ask that is because a lot of times if it's big business, of, of course they're needing it to be a legal foundation in order before oh, they yeah. can relinquish or normally do any type of funding because of the simple fact, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking for a receipt in order to be able to write this off on our taxes. And, you know, it's oh, great yeah. for us to be able to give, but, of course, you know, we need to be able to recoup, you know, at the end of the year. That's right. And this is why I connected you two on the show right here tonight. Because mm-hmm. she has that information, and so it's, it's we both we all you know that that clubcares.org. That's Kanishla Smith, and I sit on the board as vice president. That's a lot of times the things that we're trying to tell our black business owner. I I, I commend you for everything that you're doing, but in order for things, in, in order to flow, and for you to get things that you're trying to get, you, but you have to be legal. I always, you know, we make a joke yeah. about our people always having a side hustle. Or, you know, we all have a vision, we all have a dream, but the first formality is you have to have the solid foundation in order for something like this to actually work for you and to have longevity right. and sustainability. And how that happens is you, you, you first and foremost, you got to be set up right. So, you know, you, right. we, we can't be out right now soliciting and, you know, by all means, and, and don't take this as a criticism, y'all can go sell all the fish dinners and chicken plates you want. That's working mm-hmm. hard and not working smart. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, in order to get to um, the level of what you're trying to get to in order to acquire, the, you know, this luggage for these children. So, you know, at the yeah. end of the day, what I would first and foremost tell you to be highly focused on is getting that 5013C and getting up and legal. Mm-hmm. With that, as you get to that point, then you – create your letterhead for your company, you've got your 5013C, then it's nothing for you to walk into Walmart, Target, um, any of your local establishments and, you know, all that working hard and, you know, you're going to be out there selling plates and delivering dinners. And, I'm, you know, I'm not originally from the South, and I think that's all fine, dandy, and great, but I don't have time for that because that's that's working too hard for me as a 55-year-old woman. So, you know, you want to be able to – to work smart on that aspect, you know, so you acquire your 5013C, um, your mission and your, your, your value statements are mm-hmm. out there. Then you're able at that time to start looking for grants that are for, for minorities or grants that pertain to, um, you know, adopted kids or something geared towards what your organization mm-hmm. is actually geared towards. That's what the Black Chamber in Central Louisiana is actually for. So, you know, we go out and we lobby for these different monies and different things. But, you know, it's just as I told somebody in, in the room yesterday that we were interviewing to be a part of the board, it does mean no good to go to the state or to the federal local uh, local government in order to lobby for these things for our people if you don't have the proper foundation in education. So education mm-hmm. is a key component to all of it. We all want to have a business. We all want to do this. But 
is it going to be sustainable if you don't have the basic foundations of being able to run right. it? So it's great that you go out, run, and get a 5013C, but do you know what all that encompasses when you set up a 5013C? So upon setting yeah. up your 5013C, you have it. Then, of course, you've got to come up with bylaws, okay? So then mm-hmm. you've got to write bylaws because this is all the legal beagle stuff that you have to do. Then you have to form a board. Your board can consist of three people, and that's fine. But, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a lot of steps that's involved to it till you actually can really get down to the meat and potatoes of things. And we we, right. we do things backwards. We put that cart. So you're putting a cart. I'm doing the fundraiser already in the drive. And there's no horse up there, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no oh. horse. I understand your vision, but, but, but you're, there's a cart, and I, I don't see a horse. Because what you're going to wind up doing is, 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 is working hard and, you know, uh, we as black women, once again, I'm going to just reiterate on black women and sometimes black men as well. So, you know, you'll see that and then you'll think that, oh, my goodness, it's not doing what I want to do. So this maybe this ain't what God meant. It's exactly what he meant for you. You failed to plan. So my motto in class when I teach my students in business class, a failure to plan is a plan to fail. Right. So go back to the drawing board, sit back down, okay. and your first order of a business would be to get your 5013C. Your okay. next order of a yeah. business would be to form your bylaws. Okay. So, so Renee, um, what is it mm-hmm. that, that you could do to help Lucky with, to help her achieve what she's trying to I achieve? Could, so I could actually link her to somebody to that actually deals in five that actually deals in 5013Cs. Um, my best advice to her, and, you know, it's not to promote club cares, but my best advice to Lucky would be that she signed up to be a part of club cares, which is clubcares.org with Kanishla Smith and the Tiscala Johnson. She'll actually be the instructor this semester. I'll just be sitting in just monitoring. But um, that that would be my recommendation to her. And the reason for that is is because she has an opportunity to link up with other entrepreneurs, other um, people that are starting nonprofits because that's what she is. She's a nonprofit. So other people that are starting nonprofits and get an opportunity to work hand in hand with somebody that's with a nonprofit. So at the end of this particular course, when you're done, you actually have your business summary. So if your credit score is good, you can walk into an Evangeline Bank or uh, Red River Bank and say, hey, this is what I'm looking to do, um, my initial fundraiser or whatever. And i.e. if you want to get a loan or if you want to see if they're interested because you've got your vision written out in a business plan. If you want to see, Red River has grants for 5013Cs. You know, um, Club Cares, I think we just got $5,000. You know, and she, we've, yeah. we've graduated only our second graduating class. The, the business is up maybe a year and a half now, not even a full solid two years. So um, with that being said, that's, that's what's going to be important. Right, you know, a lot right. of times people run things through the church, and it's just a church thing. Fine, fine and dandy. If it's just a church thing, it's just a church thing. Um, then you're always going to be out there working hard. In other words, like I used to tell my grandfather, I'm not going out begging for no money because that's how I feel about the the plate lunch dinners and those things that people are doing. You you out begging for a dollar? I, no. Because you're never going to acquire the sums of money that you need to be able to put in the bank in order to keep the, the, the establishment afloat, your business, in other words, or the 5013, because you're constantly going to have to be out there trying to generate revenue. That means steadily coming up with fundraisers, 
Uh, no, nah, I think I'll pass on that. So, you know, what I could teach you as a black business owner, as a nonprofit, is that you want to work smart, not hard. That allows right. you to get to your mission a whole lot faster than what what you're going to get to it, you know, uh, i.e. an example. I sell $5 jewelry, right? Can I get rich selling $5 jewelry? Yeah, we have some people that are actually millionaires in it, right? But I decided I wanted to work a little smarter because I'm not going to be nickel and diamond out here for $5 and building four pieces, making it $20. No, I can get me some clothes and I could add to my establishment, and then I can add some extra things to my ticket. So, you know, um, that's what I would recommend to you. It is clubcareclub.org. The next class starts on April the 5th. Um, I, I recommend anybody that's looking to sign up to have a nonprofit or any type of business, in order to be sustainable and to be in business, you have got to have a solid foundation. You know, uh, with a nonprofit comes a whole lot. You're getting free grant money and things of that nature. You know, some of these people come back and audit you a couple of years from now. Did you do what you said you were going to do with the money? Do you even know how to put together a grant and write it for your business? If you don't already have a solid business plan and foundation and know what a business plan can, you know, consist of, then you don't. So you can't walk into a bank to get it. So my, my best thing that I could tell my black people is that education is the key component behind any business that you're trying to run. Okay. BJ Sean, you have any questions? No, I'm Anybody? Good. Anybody have any questions? Okay, let's let's do this. Let's go into a song right quick. Let's mute your phones, please, and let's go.
your phone service? Now there's a new alternative to the large phone providers. Texans now have a better choice in phone service. Everybody's Phone Company, the best prepaid phone service in Texas. Everybody's Phone Company will get your phone turned on with no deposits, no credit checks, no ID, no social security questions, and absolutely no hassle. They have unlimited local calling, toll-free calling, 911 emergency access, collect calling, and free long distance, and much more. For more information about Everybody's Phone Company, go to everybodysphonecompany.com. Again, that's everybodysphonecompany.com. Or you can call Everybody's Phone Company at 713-268-1610. Again, that's 713-268-1610. Everybody's Phone Company, the best prepaid phone service in Texas that is renewable on a monthly basis. The new alternative to the large phone provider. So don't go without phone service. Contact Everybody's Phone Company. Okay, and we're back. Uh, Renee, are you still on? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I have a question. When it comes to a nonprofit, uh-huh. what 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 does the LLC or INC has to to do with nonprofit? No, I'm sorry. Say that again. The LLCs. What 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 does that so have to LLC do with? So LLC has nothing, nothing to do with a nonprofit. So for for instance, you know, um, businesses are classified in different things. You have sole proprietorships. You have an LLC, which is a limited liability corporation. So an example of a limited liability corporation would be a business such as myself, a boutique. Um, why do we classify it as an LLC? When a, a limited liability a limited liability corporation would be as such. I'm a homeowner, so in the event that you got hurt in my establishment or in my business, instead of you being able to sue me personally, the only thing that you could sue me for is whatever the company has. So, i.e., if the company has zero, you get zero. With the others, if you sue and I have nothing with my company, you can come back and, and do recourse on me personally. So, you know, that's that's the difference between the different ones. So you have sole proprietorships. You have people sign up as sole proprietorships. And you sort of ask them why, you know, like why would you do this? Now, if you've got big, big money, you know, already, so you may be all right as a sole proprietorship. But for your average small business owner, most of the times you're going to see an LLC. Why? Because you don't want people to be able to come back and sue you personally. Okay. Okay. Um, unfortunately, like he had to leave. She had to take care of some things. Um, DJ Sean, okay. you have any, uh, you have any other questions? No, I'm, I'm just listening. Educational to me. Yeah. 
Miss Peggy? Well, guys, just because you do not live in Louisiana, you still can sign up and be a part of clubcares.org, which is a minority business academy for business owners. Um, you don't have to actually own a business. All you have to do is have a dream and an idea of something that you may want to do. And it definitely will do the groundwork and lay the foundation for you. Um, and like I said, it, it works. You know, a lot of times we don't work, you know, we want to work hard as black people because that's how we're conditioned through through slavery and through generation after generation. We've got to think outside of that box now, and we've got to be able to work smart, not hard, okay? Because what we're trying to do now is bring general generational wealth financial security for you younger ones, okay? Um, you know, me, old people like me, generational wealth and legacy. You younger people, you're trying to, um, what I call, live the life, live the dream at this particular point in time. So, you know, the only way that that's going to happen within our black communities, guys, is that we have to have the education, we have to unite, we have to spend our black dollars within our black communities and stop allowing all of these other races to come into our communities and open up shop and, and, and spend our black dollars. We are no longer um, the minority. We are the majority in the world. And if we just could go back to old times, if anybody is familiar with Black Wall Street, if we could just get back to those times and, 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 and know the value of a dollar and how it circulates within our, within our communities, especially within our black communities, um, we could be a mighty force. That'll never happen. Well, That'll I won't never say happen. never happen. It'll never happen, and the reason why I'm saying that mm -hmm. is because, one, one, someone wants to be in charge, and two, someone wants to count the money. That's why it'll never work. Okay. Okay, so I, I won't say that it won't never work. I won't manifest and speak that because from, from you know, talking to people, I would have to say that you have to start individual groups within your own community. A lot of times we've got to be the face of that. So, in other words, me being a part of the Black Chamber and these organizations that I'm a part of, we have to show black women uh, that we are able to work together and get along because a lot of times we as black women, we bring what we call those attitudes to the table. So in order for these organizations and, and, and these things to transpire, we've got to check those personalities and attitudes at the door and look at the greater good and the greater needs of the people. There are a small select group, a handful of people in your areas that are willing to work together and get along like that. So that's what you have to start. Are you going to be able to get everybody? No. Was G is Jesus going to be able to save everybody? No, he's not. So, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't wow. make everybody drink. But for the select handful that you can, that's what you have to work with, my brother. Oh, I, I, I've been in business for 13 it's, years. It's not going to be everybody. I've been in business for 13 years with nonprofit and uh, LLC. So I, I know right. what I'm talking so you about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, so no, I'm, you won't get I'm everybody. Will I'm fifty one years old and I've been I've been doing this for thirteen years and I'm fifty one years old. And I make I'm, I'm fifty five years companies. old, so so I'm gonna beg to differ with you when you say that it won't It'll happen. Never no, work. it may not happen all It'll over but It'll never happen. Because you have that mindset. No, because black people don't know how to get along. And we, we're supposed to uplift people. We ain't supposed to tear them down because they're not doing something right. You're supposed to explain to them what they're doing wrong and then help them exactly. to get to where they are right. right. That's what you're supposed to be doing. You don't 
tear somebody's right. dream down so, because they don't have this right and they don't have that. That's why we have to come in and help these people make sure that they, they got ex- this paperwork ex- right. Exactly. Make sure they got and that paperwork. If somebody, and, and if somebody wants to sell fish dinners to make a living, they can sell fish dinners to make a living. There's you nothing wrong with selling business, but why? Why work? Why work hard? Down. Why work hard when you can work smart? That is a why part of you being hard? 51 years old, being why able to educate your sisters and your sisters and brothers, so that they Time don't out. have to fall Jeez. down Time and break their knees. Too bougie for me. Time out. Can't tear somebody's dream down just because you got it. But I'm keeping it real. I'm because you getting it because you getting it on a platter that I mean, but you're not keeping it real. Oh no, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it on a platter. You just tore down the mud, my brother. You just tore down the mud. I had to get it out the mud. Just as you've had to get it out of the mud. Hey, 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 hey! You're wrong. 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 You're Renee White Goolsby on social media. That's uh, Facebook, Instagram. Facebook, Instagram. I wasn't trying to. No, you're not. We have, no, I, have, no, I have another interview. I have another interview in just a few minutes. So and tell everybody where they can find you on, on social media. It's Renee White Goolsby on Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be under Jewels of Glam Couture on Instagram. Okay, and for your your business line? It the is line. Delon Delores Jewels and Boutique. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Anybody else have any other no questions? No problem. Thank you. Thank you. You have a blessed night. And remember, education is the key. And if we as older people don't educate our people, that's what the problem is. Thank you. And you still can't tear them down either. You, you, don't, you definitely don't tear them down, but you definitely make sure you, you educate them you as to what's though. going on oh, so that they don't go out and get doors slammed in their face. You just tore the young girl Thank down. You. you just tore the sister down. No, she's not torn down. She knows where to go get the proper education now. Yeah, after after you after you destroyed her dream, you're supposed to come on. Up her, her dream is not destroyed. It. Her dream well, would be destroyed if Bye. I would have told her where to go Bye. and get it. Have a good night. Bye, Bye. you ignorant, stupid yep. fool. Don't do that. Yep. Don't, don't do like that. You. Don't That's why you will never get nowhere. Like that, you ain't gonna talk to me like that. Don't talk to talk DJ about, Sean like that, man. God and because how are you going to have God and then have you, you, talk about God ignorant. and then have salt in your mouth? Ignorant. You, We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. You keep on working you hard. You told her about being an LLC because there's nothing wrong with her working hard. Uh, she hung up. She hung up. I'm she sorry. I, I had to say something, sir. I just will not. I, 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 no, I apologize, Queen I, Bee, because I, she had an attitude uh, that was nasty and that's all she was worried about was money. And Lucky come on here with a plan, and then she shot it down. She knows what she did. Yeah, I, 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 I was totally I not expecting it. that. I was not expecting that. Totally out of. Hello. It went to voicemail. It went to voicemail. Yeah. I was not. That I mean, I I have apologized to Lucky. I feel like so terrible for this right now. Um, 
that was totally unexpected. And is, she out the, is she out the queue? Yeah, she's out of here. She's out the queue. Okay, let me say something. Let me say something because um, LaVon knows me, and she knows my gift, and I had to really hold my tongue and before I really tell her what thus says the Lord. And I'm going to say this. I, she, I'm going to explain what just happened. This was an opportunity for her. This was an opportunity for her to, number one, shine what she thought she was going to air her business because when she, when she was invited, she thought she, this was an opportunity for her to promote club cares. But number two, it was an opportunity because we both live in the same city, LaVon, Renee, and, and myself. So she knows both of us, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. You're right. We're, we're very well, everybody is very well known in this city, and she is insecure about where God could take me and where he could take LaVon at this point. So she was looking for an opportunity. It was like it was like a lion fighting for I mean, uh, waiting on his prey. This is something that she'd been wanting to say, and it, it was just an, an opportunity. Doesn't mean that LaVon did nothing wrong by inviting her. It was just an opportunity for her to do what she wa- really wanted to do. First of all, and I never uh, said anything about us selling fish plates. That came out of her mouth. I've never right. said that. Was, That's exactly. something that she conjured up in her head. And because you know why? Fish plates are associated with the poor. Selling dinner plates are, is, is, is associated with the poor. Is something wrong with that? No. But mo- no, most times when um, something happens, let's just say if somebody passes away, what do mo- no, us normally as black people we do? We go, if, there, if there's no insurance or anything in place, we have to sell dinners, right? Right. Yes, we do that. Yes. Yes. So from her yes, mindset, ma'am. from her mindset, that's where she, that's how she looks at me and probably LaVon because of, of like course. she told on herself. She told on herself, she said she never had to do that. She never had she was she was well off with her parents. So she doesn't understand that level of sacrifice. Neither does so, she care. That's why I said she got she got what she wanted handed it to her. And on mm-hmm. top of that, how how are you gonna this girl you supposed to uplift up and, and um Queen B, I'm very sorry, but I had to put her in her place because you can't come on here talking about God and then have salt, you know, have salt in your mouth. Salt in your mouth. And, you talk, and then you wonder why. Then you wonder why black people don't buy black. They go to the white man. Yes. And then, exactly. and then you can't sit on here and look just because you're 55 years old. You got this and that. What the fuck does that mean? That don't mean nothing. I'm 51 mm-hmm. and I got it going on. I got I got commercials right. from Mercedes Benz. I got commercials from from Dodge Ram. So what that mean? No, you looking down mm-hmm. on black people because you got a little position. Mm-hmm. You want to look at black people not from your eyesight, but from the tip of your nose. And then right. I exactly. called her. I, I called her out on her shit. That's why she was mad. You don't tear nobody's yeah. dream down. I said, does somebody mm-hmm. want to work hard and sell fish dinners? What's wrong with that? And see, mm-hmm. that that lets me know that there there was nothing about her that changed. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that this happened, but it also no, it, no, 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 don't, don't apologize because happen. this is what this needed, is what to, needed happen. to happen. It needed yeah, yeah, right. mm-hmm. to happen because you got you got black but people here. But it has to happen so we can see. Because 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 Queen Bee, I know this is your show, 
but you got black, you got smart black people on here that's no damn dummy in this in this in this world, mm-hmm. and they can smell bullshit. And I smelt her mm-hmm. when she came on here. I've been texting you mm-hmm. the whole time in the, the whole time, the whole time, the telling whole time. her about herself, haven't I? The whole time. Mm-hmm. And what did I say? And what did I say? That she has not changed. Did I say when, that? When when Lucky said that, uh, that this first thing she should have said was, "Well, Lucky." Give me your number, and let's talk mm-hmm. tomorrow so I can show you how to to obtain your 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 nonprofit. Not well, mm-hmm. you know, you don't you don't have to work hard to do this. No, no, fool, you do have to work hard to get to where you want to be at. If it's giving it to mm-hmm. you, if it's giving it to you on a platter, then you're gonna take it. Because why? Because you definitely. don't want to work hard to get to where the hell you at. Mm-hmm. You want to give it to you. And that's the type of caliber you. woman she is. Exactly. And you don't want to work hard. Damn right, I'm glad I'm going to be ignorant. I'm ignorant because I smell ignorant. Shit. Fuck out of here. We can all talk together. But um, here's the thing. When I I spoke with her, that was, that what was happening, what that was said was totally not what we discussed. And Sean, no. you yeah, Sean, you and I were talking even, and I told you about how it is down here with the the, the crab and the pot syndrome. Everybody wants mm-hmm. to pull each other down, pull each other down. And when we had the conversation earlier, it was the build up each other, build up, especially no no disrespect to you, that was no disrespect to you, uh, Miss Peggy, but it was to build up each other, keep black, you know, pro, encouraging black women. And she totally flipped the script and let me see that she's still the same person that she was when I met her some years ago. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm at a loss for words. I apologize. There's going to be a no loss for words and apologize for stupidity, stupidity, uh, uh, Queen B, because you know what? When the devil always shows itself in any type, shapes, or form. And the devil showed us mm-hmm. here on the show. And yeah. How the hell are you gonna and throw does. God into something with salt in your mouth? Girl, please. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bye, and, and let me tell you also, let me tell you also, she did her research. She did her research on us. I don't know if it was it was maybe from the, the um the uh, Pineville uh, parade, you know, when I tagged tagged us in the, the photo, or whatever. But she had already did our, our research. That's why God allowed me to see her at that conference. Remember, I was telling you about. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. The conference she had that I didn't the conference. Right. Exactly. And because this opportunity with Club Cares, it's been open a year for her. So this is like basically. Renee being back on on the on the scene in the public eye, so she's eating this up right now because it's it's been on the news and she has this business and it's launching or whatever. Oh, wow. So now she's killing herself. Wow, because you've been but on the news. Yeah, so what? Yeah, because yeah, we're still in a small herself. city. We're, yeah, and it's, it, that's we're right. still it's in a small, small city. city. Right. So this We're is still, this is a lot. This is a lot for her, and it's a, like you said, it's a crab in the bucket. It's it's no, it's not like you're gonna get over more than me, and that's how she feels. That's why if you notice what she said, the first she said, let me ask you something. Do you have a five hundred one c three? That's the yeah, first thing. When she, when she, she said wanted, that, I was like, oh shit, find a song, please <laughs> play something, because I knew she was gonna go some go somewhere left with that when she asked you that. And then because to it was say, premeditated. That's why. 
then to say, okay, but but check this out though, sis. Anything that mm-hmm. anybody gets fast, it will leave any fa- that much oh, faster. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It will leave that and, that and, much faster. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. She will not away. She's hateful in her attitude. She will not get far. She might be planning, going to no. do this and that, but with her attitude. When she cannot just sit down and have a conversation on this wonderful mm-hmm. platform right here, just to mm-hmm. have a conversation, give someone some information and help them, and that's what it's called, unity. And that's the problem today. There is no mm-hmm. unity. And it truly, it hurts my heart because I see it everywhere. And it truly, mm-hmm. I get upset almost on a daily basis on some form or the other because they're the lack of unity and what people could do if they actually truly come together, you know, with love, loyalty, and, you know, in their heart and, you know, God just leading them. If they would just do that, you know what a great world mm-hmm. it would be if people could just come together just a little bit. Um, you can't mm-hmm. come together as a little I, I bit because you got people like that. You can't come together because you got people that people like that that sit in little that has a little position and it goes through the goes to their mind and they think just because mm-hmm. they got a because they don't have they didn't have to work hard they think they better than everybody else and that's not right. how you can't build nobody up like that you got to let some I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. people how hard it was for me to get to where I'm at in 13 years I'm not gonna say well you know mm-hmm. it was given to me by this person it was given to me that person I never worked mm-hmm. a day in my life what are you yeah, teaching your kids. Relate. What are you teaching your kids? Wow. You're not teaching Those your kids how to work hard. You're teaching your kids let every let everybody give it to you. That's not. They don't want to go to the basic training. Exactly. The they don't want to go to the basic training. They just want to. They they want it. Find right now. They the want it popcorn. Find a life in the bubblegum machine. Yeah, just put yeah. the quarter in and turn the and turn the knob. There's a and, dollar and there now. you have it. There's a dollar Damn. now, so you can get all five. Damn, fucking bubblegum. Yep. Yeah. Crazy boo. And, yes. you, and I, I just, <laughs> I, I had, just I had to come in. I had to come in and, and no. uh, pick up for you, Lucky, because that was that was wrong from the jump. That was wrong from the from jump. The, let me tell you, I, I text M, uh, uh, Levon on the phone, and I told her I was about to leave off because if I say if I start prophesying to her and really showing her. I say God. I say God is going to hold my tongue. You know what the Lord told me? He said, "Do not log off." He said, "Allow yourself to hear because I got I got a defender coming." I didn't even know Damn you were about right. to say anything. I was texting. He had a defender coming for me. I was texting. I was texting Queen B the whole damn time. I can read get her. I said, "Please let me say something. Please let me say something, Jesus." And I said, "Go go ahead." I said, "Go ahead." And I just butted in and just, you know, I mean. She's not yeah, talking to DJ Sean like I mean, who? I oh, mean, but 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 let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. She always. wasn't hurting I'm me. Sorry, she wasn't hurting my feelings. She wasn't hurting my feelings. She was hurting her own feelings because she's the one that left she off here mad. She the one mm-hmm. left off here mad because I was putting her in her yeah. place and I was letting her see. Remember how we talk about the mirror? She's the type that goes in the bathroom and don't want to look at herself in the mirror because she yeah. don't like what she sees. Exactly. She don't like what she sees. She don't like what she sees. If she has that attitude and mentality that she has to be the pretty girl in the crowd, and you cannot, it's not like that, so she looks down on people. I, I, 
Queen, Queen B, that's, let me, that's let me just say not this, cool. that's Queen B, not you, cool. you cannot re recreate a, a black Wall Street. You cannot recreate a black Wall Street when you have when you have people that aren't going to work hard. You follow what I'm saying? You're not teaching mm-hmm. them. How, how can you teach somebody a business class and you're not showing them how the struggle is before you get to where you need to be at? First of all, she's building without a foundation, so when the wind comes, guess where the, guess where the house is going? Campbell. Mm-hmm. Huh? Where the house is going? Ain't, it's gone. But it's if, you, gone. if yeah. you set your foundation... And you build that house. Guess where it's go- that wind blows? It might throw, you know, blow a shingle or crack a window. But guess what? That house is still standing. That's right. Because you fifty five right. and not that this, I done that girl. Please, I've been mm-hmm. I, I chase hogs and chase chickens and stuff that would get to where the hell I'm at. And I'm proud to tell my kids, you can work hard to get yes. get anything you want in life. Work hard for it. Yes. Don't allow nobody mm-hmm. to give you nothing. Because if you keep getting, then you want, 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 and then you ain't going to learn the facts of life. It's called the facts of life. And, see, and, mm-hmm. and people fail to realize, especially mothers, and well, she kept saying black mothers, so we're going to say black mothers. We're the first examples our children see. So if mm-hmm. that is what she's going to show her daughter, yeah, she's got one daughter, and needless to say, she's kind of on the bougie side, too. But if you were born, the military brat is what, she, is what she usually calls herself, a military brat. Her dad was in the military. So um, everything was basically handed to her. You know, people like us, I grew up, and I'm 49, I grew up where we raised rabbits, we raised chickens, mm-hmm. we had hogs, we had hogs, we raised, uh, we had a garden with all of that stuff, when we, we picked peas, we cut okra, we picked tomatoes, plump, you name it, we did it. You know, so when your mindset is not like that to to work towards what you want in your life, mm-hmm. you expect Ooh, everything to be handed to you. So Ooh, you expect everything. Yeah. <laughs> when you expect everything, when you expect, <laughs> when you expect exactly. everything. To be handed mm-hmm. to you, yeah, and because you get a little a position, that doesn't make you any that doesn't make you any higher than anybody else to look down on them. Yeah, hell no. Mm. About you're mm-hmm. ignorant. Yep, I'm gonna be ignorant tonight. Uh, we got DJ Will on uh, Queen B. DJ Will, Bougie. welcome to the Beehive. <laughs> What's going on, cousin? Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Bougie. Bougie. <laughs> Man, I want to apologize. I don't know what's going on with my phone. And I put and I put the baby to bed and everything so I can get down. Too much scratching. Too much scratching. Probably. Nah. Um, Queen B, can I ask him one quick question? I'm sorry. Will, did you have to work, DJ Will, did you work hard to get to where you at right now in the industry, my brother? Did you work hard or was it given to you? Man, absolutely work hard, went through all types of mess. Man, you have to work hard. It's ain't something that you, uh, it's ain't no 
overnight thing. And, and to be honest with you, I'm still I'm still doing what I need to what I need to do. But I will say this, man, it's really about longevity. I've been doing this thing for a long time, but I, I do pretty well. I live comfortable, and uh, you know I'd have been there. I'd have had money. I'd have lost money. Man, it's just it's it's a uh, it's, it's it's longevity works. It's about longevity. How long you plan on being in? I love DJing. I love getting out there and uh, networking, communicating, and and you know it's it's rewarding. I mean, but I think the the first time we uh, the first interview, you know, we talked about you know I wasn't business minded starting out, so you know I let a lot of money and, and stuff slip through my hands. But now I'm more business minded. Now, you know, I am a business now. You know, so I'm 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 more you know behind the scenes now. Believe me, the person that actually makes the most money in the artist is just behind the scenes. Yep. 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 See, 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 Queen B. I, I just want to jump, piggyback off him real quick. When, when we're when we're young in the industry as DJs, and we're say, and they come to us and say, "Hey, we want you to open up for you know, like Run DMC or somebody else." You know, at that particular time, at those times and days, you you don't you know you forget all about the money, and you like, "Wow, I'm on the stage." Where, you know, I'm doing this with Run DMC or Houdini or somebody like that, and then later after we go through. Our bumps and bruises. Then we have to. Then we have to say, you know what? It's time to learn the business. You got to fall down before you know. What I mean? We crawl. You got to crawl before you walk. Before you walk, that's right. Just don't come out of the damn wound and, and running. You got to crawl to get you to the point where you walk. Hey, hey, you know what? Even even some of them old school rappers now, you know, they they they. Their mindset was like that in the beginning too. It was all about the girls, the drugs, mm-hmm. and all that. They didn't think about the money until later on. Like, you know, even some of them will tell you now if they had a, if they had the mindset now, uh, if they had the mindset then as uh, what they have now, man, they the capitalized. See, these young bucks is capitalizing hard now. They capitalize because they learn it from the mistakes of the old school. Right. I have I have a question for you though, um, DJ Will. Um, without with all due respect, I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It's just uh, I kind of um, recall you saying, I recall you saying, uh, you know, the DJ uh, is in charge and the DJ plays what people are going to dance to, um, like requests or something like something to the nature. We was that was right before we got into the B I G P O P P A. No info, but a D E A. Oh I had to, Lord, I, I had to stick say that because I think I can rap sometimes. But, stick to the R and B side. Leave the rap alone. <laughs> Whatever. Um, have you have you ever? 
You ain't being disrespectful. Just keep it real. Cause I'm gonna okay. keep it real. Yeah, it's a, and this and that's me. That's I have to keep it real. Have you ever had a situation to where, you know, when you were playing music, you were DJing that the floor was empty, or did you have have you ever had a client that was not satisfied? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Every DJ, every DJ has has had to have a have a situation where. The crowd just ain't feeling you. Yep. And ain't nobody dancing. Man, where you get that? Where you get that they damn DJ from? DJ. Where you get that damn that DJ from? He need, they used to say, where you get that damn DJ from, man? Get him off the damn stage. You don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> oh my God, I've been through so many of that right there. But but honestly. Those types of situations was learning situations to where to why I said what I said now. Because it's like this. They hired me to do a job. And I'm going to do my job. So somebody come up with this old crazy request to play something, I either going to play it or not. But I'm the DJ. I'm going to do my job. And I'm going to play the music that you gonna dance too, and if you don't like it, it's probably the party for you. I'm just saying that's just where I'm at now. You know, if you if you book me to do something, I'm gonna entertain you my way. And and and, and the same thing with DJ Sean. DJ Sean, he's gonna entertain you his way. All DJs are different. Honestly, if I if if I did if I heard DJ Sean do something. And I wind up fighting off with him later on. That 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 that's wrong. You know, that's that's the lowest form that a DJ can do is bite off of another DJ style. Mm-hmm. That's right. 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 You, just you, know, you, you know what I'm saying? Preach. Everybody Preach. has their, their different Hallelujah. Form. Amen. What? Hey, um, hey, hey, DJ Will, man. Um. This is a question I want to ask you, man. I I don't think I got to ask you in the beginning, man. Every DJ, you just said it a while ago, and I want to piggyback off that. Every DJ has his his or her own style. Either you're a scratch DJ, you're a blend DJ, you're a mix DJ, you know, or you're just a straight up DJ that plays the record to the end, and then you you know, and then you just pop the other one on this and that. Now. One DJ can't say that he's better than the other DJ in this industry because everybody's different, correct? Absolutely. Man, when I tell you, oh, uh, I don't know if you were finished, but absolutely. But I was going to pick it back off of what you said. No, go ahead. Okay, so check this out. You got DJ Scratch. Mm-hmm. You got DJ, DJ Fun Flex. You got mm-hmm. DJ Jazzy, you got DJ Jazzy Jeff, you got mm-hmm. DJ, you got DJ Kid uh, Capri. Mm-hmm. Who's better? Shit, they all better. Who, who's better than Auto Four? I can't, I can't. Uh, coming from a DJ myself, I can't, I can't say who's better. I can't because that means they all have, different styles. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I, yeah. That's why that's why I chose those four. 
because they all have different styles. Now, not, not personally, I may have my favorite mm-hmm. that I personally like, but and we all do. But that, that man, I cannot say who's better. Nope. And as a matter wow. of fact, if I, I, you know what, and I could put myself, I could put me as the fifth person. I can't say that they better than me. I will say they make more money than me. But oh yeah, oh yeah. I have, I have my style. They have their style. And and, and be honest with you, uh, all those four that I named, they actually got gold records. They got gold plaques. I mean, real gold plaques under their mm-hmm. belt. I don't have one, but you know what I'm I, saying. I, I just want to say this. Um, I was doing. Uh, Fat Joe and Ja Rule concert back in uh, 2016 in Jamaica, Queens. And I'm up there, you know, doing my thing, crowd going, you know, I had a, t- I had a tap come on my shoulder. I turned around, I was like, oh, shit, Chuck, chill out. You know, one of my, you know, one of my favorites back in the day, you know, yep. him, and, um, him and Red Alert. You know, they were the, they were the mm-hmm. you know, in Molly Mall, those three was the men, you know, Kiss and, and, and WBLS. He said, he said, yo, he said, man, I like your style. He said, uh, he said, how long you been DJing? You know, I told him, you know, since 94, you know, and stuff. I mean, 84. He says, uh, you don't know your music by now? And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, huh? Do I know my music? I said, yeah, I know my music. He says, so why you got headphones on if you know your music? Mm-hmm. And then I got to thinking. I was like, you know what? He's right. So then when I DJ now, I don't even DJ with a headset because... I know my music. You should. You already know what music, mix goes yeah. with mix. Yeah, because I see a couple music of your pictures with no uh, headset on. That's the reason why I brought that up. Because uh, as a DJ, you know we should uh, we should already know our music, correct, Will? That's that. That's true. And honestly, with with um, us using Serato or how, whatever you use, we don't even need the headphones. We just look at the wave file, but we exactly. still but it's still the same concept. It's still the same concept. We 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 know our music, but let me pick it back off of something that you said. You said you had a tap on your shoulder from Chuck Tillout. I had mm-hmm. a tap on my shoulder from my man Curtis Blow, and he had like Curtis the way Blow, I did and I want you to know that these are the brains. Yes, break it up, break it up, and, break it up, and, break down. And, and Lord, and then, let me tell you something. Because of that tap and that talk. I wound up going on tour with Curtis Blow. I wound up being his DJ for a season. Man, I'm talking about, I ain't going to lie, I've done tours. I've opened up for many, many people. But going on the road with Curtis Blow, he taught me so much about the industry, mm-hmm. about touring. About, I've let it out. Now, you know, Curtis Blow was part of Fresh Fest and all those other old school um, concerts back then. So so now I'm I'm going on tour with him. I've never, I've never worked so hard and DJed so much until I went on the road with him. I'm talking about we were, we would actually do two to three events every night. Yep. And then we'd be done. We would have to drive. We all took turns and drove to the next city and whatever to do two to three more events. 
that same that same evening and then get up and drive and do all that. But man, Curtis Blow introduced me to all the old schools, all the old school DJs, artists. Man, that was that was that was my best moment in life in this industry by hanging with Curtis Blow, being his DJ, all that, man. Hey, DJ, uh, DJ Will. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> DJ Will, um, there's someone yes. in the queue that wants to talk to you. Caller, are you there? Is the caller there? Yeah, all, 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 all the lines are open. Yeah, everybody's everybody's mic is open. Okay, Steve-O, yeah. are you there? Hello? Hello? Yes, I can hear you. DJ Will. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. DJ, DJ Will. Yes, sir. That voice sounds familiar. <laughs> it's your that nephew, DJ Steve-O. That, that's why that voice sounds familiar. You still in Virginia? <laughs> Look at that. Yo. You still in Virginia? What's up, huh? You still in Virginia? Man, you know I'm in West Virginia. What's going on? Man, I'm telling you, I got cousins all over the country. All Man, if, he, if, if he's your damn cousin, he might, because I just told him he might be my cousin. He has Thomas. I'm a Thomas, too. Listen, wait, like wait so check this out. Check this out, DJ Sean. Check this out. So, I didn't know that this was DJ, my uncle, DJ Will, on the line tonight. I just heard y'all say DJ Will, and I'm like, I tuned in. I'm like, I'm listening. I'm like, yo, this sound like, uh. Listen, when I tell you somebody that I learned from when I was 17, that's when I met DJ Will. And I was DJing on radio at the time me and Unc met. Hey, listen, we was at, what? Well, hey, um, where was we at? We was at the limelight, wasn't it? In Nashville. Yeah, we was at we was at the limelight for the Urban Soul Cafe in, in Nashville. Yes, sir. We was at the limelight. You talking about walking out with a box full of CDs? DJ Will had me walking out with a shoebox full of CDs from so many artists to put on radio. When I came back to West Virginia, when I was just starting with the radio station in West Virginia on FM, and from that from that time on forward, we it's been it's been that's been unked ever since. Wow! <laughs> Look at how that reconnect happened. Yeah, man, I'm so glad to hear your voice, DJ Will, for real. Don't, don't cry and don't be crying. Men don't cry on the show. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you, know, don't, you, know, you know I stay on the grind, man. You know I stay on the grind. Man, that's yeah. love, man. Yeah, that's, that's love. Wild. That's wild. As a matter of fact, we got, we got a new one for you, too, huh? I got a new one for you to send to you, man. We got to send it your way. Okay, you should know my... You should, but matter of fact... You know, hit me up on social media. I think I, I think I just saw something that looked like your name. I give you the information that you need so you can send me what you know what you got. But let me tell you, let me tell you something. That that that's amazing that my man uh, Steve um, 
said what he said. I've always been a, okay. Somebody had to put me on. You know, I'm, right, I'm, I'm right, right. I'm I'm right here grinding, trying to do what I do, trying to make a difference. And you know, it seemed like I couldn't get nowhere, but somebody had came. Somebody had saw me, came to my aid, um, put my foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And when that person did that, and I and I was doing, and I wind up doing what I did in the industry, I always said I do the same thing for the next person that's trying to, that's trying to, that's trying to do it. That that, that seemed punk, yeah. and Steve, yeah. Steve is one, is one of many that I just like. You know what? I just I just showed them the road. They had to do the rest. But you know, DJ Will is a lot of is a lot of DJs that that are on big platforms and they don't even look at uh, mentoring or bringing another DJ up like we did. You know what I mean? Like how we were, you know, we were brought up and you know we brought other other people up. But you got some that don't even want to do that no more. They're selfish. It's all about them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, you, you you know you're gonna have that, but you know, man, man, I, I'm kind of speechless after Steve got on because I was like, wow, it's just the impact, man. I've heard so many stories of people that there's people that I I forgot that I I mentored or talked to or or told them to do this or do that, and I I'm just kind of speechless. Because man, I didn't expect Steve to be on the line and share what he did, man. I I just do what I do, man. But yeah, you you are you are correct. There's people in huge platforms, man. Or somebody, I learned that, man. Sometimes a person just need a break. If they get that break, they'll break out. Somebody had needed just need a break. And I always said that I would look out. For the next person. That's one of the reasons why I call everybody cousin. Because I'm always trying to yeah. look up on my family. I bet you Steve, Steve will probably tell you not only, not, not, uh, along with the Nashville thing, like I used to bring a ton of people with me and I would get them in the club on the strength of my name. And I can tell you he he telling he telling the 100% truth because when we was uh when we was in Nashville, I remember he had he wrote no you wrote he wrote down with uh, Boy Wonder and GL, and I remember it was it was mm-hmm. GL because they all came from Florida. And when we mm-hmm. was in Nashville, man, the turn up was real. Like DJ Will, I mean everybody knew him. You just walk, all he had to do was just walk in the building, and that was it. And it was just like Boy Wonder was with him, GL was with him, and then all of a sudden, then I got. I got connected with him, and it was just—it was nothing. Okay. And he put you on as much as he can. See, that's looking out for each other. Hey, um, uh, Diamond is in the queue. Hi, Diamond. Welcome to the Beehive Live. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. And you it's know this. Diamond this is Diamond Hunters, aka Head Hunter. Yeah. What's, up, What's going on, with DJ Will? 
What's up, family? What's up, family? Oh. Yo, I, I, I love your interview, man. And I love listening to the industry on the DJ side. <laughs> but um, hey. uh, I, all, uh, all I know is that you love what you do because, you know, when I first met you, and so if you were telling me about your love and your passion for what you do, so you know what I'm saying? It came to do your greatness and make magic. That's Absolutely. I've been doing I've been I've been doing it for a <laughs> long time and you know, I may not I may not have the accolades as a DJ DJ, you know, scratch and jazzy Jeff, but I tell you, I make a pretty good living from the seeds I've sown, and I do well, pretty well now. Longevity. I'm still in radio. I'm still DJing. I do other stuff too. I mean, look, I'm, I'm even, you know, now that the sit, now that the world is opened back up, you know, it looks like I'm, I'm probably gonna be heading head back out to South by Southwest, or probably do Essence Fest again, cause they, 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 do, they you know, they are uh, opening back up. I'm about to I'm about to get back in on my grind. So y'all gonna see me out there again. I've been I do my post and, and, and let me tell you something. Like like see like Steve said, if you see me, if you know me and you see me at any of their functions, let me know you rolling with me. Well I'm already rolling with you. I'm already rolling with you. Wherever the hell are you going, I'm going. Leave that shit. We were in the states, yeah. times, cities, locations. Ask anybody. Unless I, I say this is my cousin. I say this is my cousin. And they know me when I say that. This is my cousin. And then ride out. Let's let, let's do this. Let everybody with your phone. Let's go into a quick song right, right quick. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, uh. Hold up, excuse me, miss, I'm a real man. I heard you was looking for a gentleman. Wanna treat you right, wanna do you right, wanna love you right. It's love at first sight. Listen, I know I got a lot of fans. I want you my only fan, baby girl, I got the plan. You the main dish, it come with no sign. Only fans, baby, tell them hit subscribe. I ain't trying to hide, girl, you know I'm trying to slide. You a queen, baby girl, I see it in your eyes. Let me spoil you for life, cause you the VIP. A new reflection to our perfection, that's all I need. Hey. And I know, and you know, and we know that I got you, baby. And you know, and we know that I got you, baby. Hey, hey, look, go, let's go. Hey, you blow my mind, baby. You blow my mind, baby. Hey, come on. I'm so alive. One time, two time, paint a picture. If he say he don't love you, that's the issue. If you don't want your eye, watch your eye, miss you. And you know that we 
and you know, and we know that I got you, baby. I don't like TikTok. I don't tweet no more. 
I be so busy now, I can't keep up. I guess I'm, no, good, I'm, good, I'm good. I'm good with Instagram. Every once in a while, I I put something on Facebook, but Instagram and Facebook kind of linked up anyway. So I do Instagram. Man, I be I be in my zone. I I guess I done, I done got so old, and I just be grinding. Like I'm I'm still doing some behind the scenes stuff. I'm actually really trying to help promote other artists. But that's but DJ Will from Jacksonville, all together. DJ Will from Jacksonville. Yeah, that's what I do. Will I I get with, I get artists on uh, radio over in Germany, and also I get them set up with major distribution on their music if their paperwork is right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yes, sir. Me, what you're saying, what you're saying right now, that's for people like us. Mm-hmm. That's where the money is. I I guess. I guess we're, st- you know, um, a lot of people don't know about about this art form really missing in the the, the music genre. The DJs have always been the A and R's. I, I don't know if I said that in the first interview, but I'm saying it now. Mm-hmm. DJs have always been the A and R's for the artists, of course. You know, when with DJ and start with DJ was first introduced, the DJs was the star. And then the rappers, you know, was 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 next. Yep, second. Second. Uh-huh. Yeah, second, yeah. It was yep. second. But then the industry flipped everything around and made the artists greater than the DJ. But the DJ yep. have always been greater than the artists. And the DJ was the was A and R for the artist. Yeah. But that's what's missing now. That's really what's missing now. But but real talk, it, uh, it, behind the scenes, that's where it's at for me. It, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, I do anywhere from maybe three to four uh, major distribution a week. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, man. I I think yeah. we'll. I think the music needs to go back to the DJs. I think we need to decide whether a song is good for radio and if it's not good for radio instead of allowing corporate corporate America to come in because they got money to throw around and dictating to the Grammys and all these award shows who's going to win yeah. an award and who's not going to win an award. It's not fair I'll, to the ones that put in the hard political. work. I always been political. But yep. I've I've said this I've said this many many times in my years, and I echo some of the some of the DJs before me. Man, we 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 are the industry. We yep. have always been the industry. We are the industry, and we are the ones that are supposed to set the standard. But corporate exactly. political politics came in, go. and they just they just. With their money, they jacked up everything. But it's coming back to the. It's coming back because if all that digital stuff, if all that digital stuff, you know, get hacked, it's gonna go back to to the old school form. Mhm. What happens? That's, that's that's why you see artists now. Artists now, even the older cats, I've, I've noticed that they're going back and, and pressing. They're taking their music and they pressing because. 
2025, mm-hmm. everything's going to go back to vinyl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's on its yeah, way. Yeah. It's on its way. Yeah, I'm yeah. so glad I never got rid of my vinyl and my turn turntables and stuff. I'm glad I still got them. Oh, yeah. I feel you. I still use mine, as y'all can tell. I still use mine. I I I I may do. I may use the um the digital um you know. I may use those controls here and there. Mm-hmm. Control, but man, I'm telling you, I would never give up my turntable. That's why I love them older folks when they come, when they reach out to me. Young man, do you have do you have albums? Uh, yes, sir. That's what we want played. That's what we want to hear, the crackling, that needle cracking them albums and stuff. And they that's what they want, and that's what I bring. Oh, yeah. Man, that's music. I'm in heaven when, it, when I hear that, man. Yes, sir. And them, them, old, them old school cats up there in the DMV, man, that's all they want is vinyl. Delaware, Virginia, D.C., Maryland, that's all they want is vinyl. They don't want that controller stuff, man. They want to hear that, that crackling. That's not crackling pop. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, yes, Love it. Queen B. I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> Cause I was just gonna say, hey, DJ Will. I was just about to say that, but I um, was listening to him say that, you know, about the A and R. My DJ's being the A and R. I do remember you saying that in the first interview. You did say that in the first interview, and uh, we mm-hmm. are running out of time. So where's Miss Peggy? Want you? Um, let us know we can find where we can find you at on uh, social media. Yes, and, and thank you so much for being here. I'm sorry, Miss Peggy. Thank you so much for being with us tonight on the Beehive Live, DJ Will. Yes, it's a great Absolutely. pleasure, DJ. Yes. I, 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 um, I, I do it. I do it again to hang out with y'all, just to hang out. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Well, you ain't got to say no more than yeah. shit. You, might well, you, 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 you a Hilltop family member now. You ain't had to say that. You you, you Uncle Will now, cousin. <laughs> cousin Will. Yeah, I, that's, yeah that's, big, that's big. You feel me? That's Uncle Will, dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Peggy. I'm sorry, Miss Peggy. Oh, no, sir. I can listen to y'all talk all night long. I mean, just... We could go until five o'clock in the morning, just the stories and the history. Um, I just get I lost know. in it. I don't know about you five o'clock right, in the so morning now, right. but yeah, we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> we got me and me on the wheel. Got stories from the buffet. You don't want to know about the stories at the buffet. Ain't that right, up? Man, we want to know all the good stuff. Man, they have no idea. The story. See, you know the 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 buffet. Oh man, I, I, let me shut. Let me shut up. If I can say too much. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't y'all don't want to know about the story at the buffet <laughs> with Uncle Will. Y'all, I'm telling you, man. And my mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah tell me, tell mom. I said, hey, man, I got you. Right? <laughs> All love, huh? All love. <laughs> Go ahead, Miss Peggy. Hey, I, uh, hey, first and foremost, I do appreciate always... y'all. I do appreciate y'all allowing me to hang with y'all, and and you know, uh, sorry I was late. I had some phone issues. I ain't even know that I was getting phone. I don't know what's going on, but I figured it out. But yeah, uh, thank y'all so much. 
I'll be hanging out with y'all again. Man. I tell you, I got some, I got some stories. I got some stuff. I got some uncensored stuff that they won't even put on uncensored that I know about. Hey, Uh-oh. hey, you made hey, it. You made it though. We want to say. We want. I want him. I want him to stay on real quick because I got one last question to let everybody know. When he was talking about Curtis Blow, a lot of people didn't know what Curtis Blow, and I know uh, Steve. I know uh, Will knows. But go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I'll be quiet. Go ahead, Miss Peggy. I'm sorry. I'll, <laughs> I'll be. I'll shut up. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. I'll be quiet for. Yeah, I'll be quiet for that one. So you know. Um, yes, sir. Uh, y'all, can, you can find me first and foremost on the Hilltop Radio Show with DJ Sean, the best family on the whole planet. You can find me with Queen B. You know, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Clubhouse, TikTok. Um, but my favorite place in the whole world is with the best family right here. Thank you so much, Queen B. DJ Sean. Thank you. <laughs> How you gonna say Queen B and DJ Sean? It's my show tonight. <laughs> That's right. Y'all got me she just called playing me, man. Queen B, yes. <laughs> the Beehive Live. Yes, get buzz and Beehive Live, baby. Let's Beehive. go, yes. Miss Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Tell everybody where you can find where we can find you at on social media. Yes, you can find me on the, um, on Instagram. Facebook, Diamond Hunters, that's D-Y-A-M-O-N-D-H-U-N-T-A-Z. And uh, follow me and hit me up. Steve, where can we find you on, <laughs> on, on social media? Baby. <laughs> you can find you, See, don't start. You can find me at... Uh, Find me on Instagram at Stephen T Music, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-T is in Thomas, Music. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All you got to do is type that in, and you will find me. DJ Sean, don't act like you don't want to talk to us about where they can find you at. All you got to do is Google Hilltop Radio Show or DJ Sean, and it'll, it'll all come up. And just follow. As the song say, follow me. Follow me. Stick to DJ and yeah. singing ain't so thing, yeah. baby. Yeah. It's not. So all the hell you gotta do is just follow me. Shit. Okay, and I'm yours truly, Queen. Right, this is what I gotta say. So, no, nah, I just showing yeah. off in front of Will. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you was about to kick up. I thought you about to hit another note. Oh I hell he was no! Hit a Shit. If I had a note, I'm probably going to use somebody's inhaler to give me something, give me some anamistine or something in my stuff. <laughs> no. too, much weed, too much weed smoking back in the day. <laughs> no. And I, you can find me, Queen B, right here Monday through Thursday evenings on the Hillside Radio sh- uh, Show with DJ Sean and the Dysfunctional Family. Also on Friday mornings, 10 to 12 Central Standard Time on the Beehive Live. This is our special show tonight. Um, the Beehive Live with yours truly, Queen B. You can find me on Facebook, Levon Veal, Levon.Veal, all lowercase letters. On Instagram and TikTok, LavonVeal919 is where you can find me. So, DJ Sean, go ahead with your question to, um, uh, to DJ Will. Uh, 
I just want to say one thing, Will. Um, I'm going to connect you with my man, uh, Real Talk with Heron. I think you would be a good fit for his television, for his uh, radio show over there in Germany at 10 o'clock in the morning. He does, yeah, 10 o'clock in the morning because it's it's three three o'clock over there. I'm a I'm gonna link you up with him and uh, get you on his show. And then another thing, uh, a lot of people don't know uh, the movie Crush Groove. A lot of people don't know that Curtis Blow played a big part of that, but they don't give him his credit where credit is due behind uh, Crush Groove. He was the one that, that did the, the, that, you know, made sure the music was right, made sure that they picked the right groups to be on that show. A lot of people didn't know that. Did you know that, Will? Man, I know you knew that. Absolutely. Absolutely, See? man. Y'all, well, y'all, <laughs> also don't, y'all also don't understand. Curtis Blow discover a lot of these uh, fat boys and new mm-hmm. Man, Curtis Blow was around all that, man. He, I tell you, Houdini, man, he, I don't know if y'all know this, but Ron was called the son of Curtis Blow. Yep. Mm. And, and, oh, and, yeah, and a lot of uh, Curtis Blow also played a big part on how they created what you guys, you know, here, uh, Def Jam. Curtis Blow was behind Def Jam. He, he was behind a whole lot of things yep. that he don't get credit for. But hip-hop history knows. Mm-hmm. They know. Russell, Russell Simmons knows. They, yep. they know. Right. Like, like right. Curtis Blow ain't got, really got nothing to worry about ever. Because he is part of hip hop history. He is hip hop history. He is. First, he is. the first Curtis Blow is the first artist to bring Go Go to to New York and mix it uh, party time. <laughs> yes, sir. A lot of people didn't know that. Yes, sir. And something y'all would man, you would even bring up Crush Groove. I started watching that the other night. Now I'm gonna have to go back and watch man. it again. Yep. <laughs> man, when I tell Just you that's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite movies. It may, yep. it may be cheesy the song, but you had to see, you had to, to have felt that vibe back then. Another yeah, one, how it all started. Another known fact about Crush Crew. Uh, go ahead. Oh, DJ Sean, I was going to tell you this, man. So whenever you get a chance, you want to go back to your, to your uh, high school days. Go pull up. I, I I didn't even realize it was it was there. Go pull up some old footage of Run DMC concert, LL Cool J concert, Houdini concert, bro. You gonna go you gonna go crazy. It gonna bring you back, bro. It gonna take you Man, back. I ain't realize, I, go, I didn't realize it was out there. I can go in my file right now, my music file right now, man. Pull up LL Cool J's first ever concert. I got it on audio. Man, when I tell you. I actually got to see him in concert. Uh, When he, R. Kelly, uh, Low Key, Escape, a bunch of them came up to to, um, Shreveport, Louisiana. And um, LL can put on quite a doggone show. He he can put on quite a show. Even right now to this day. He can put on quite a doggone show. He kept my attention, that's for sure. 
Baby. <laughs> Baby. He kept my attention. So, so another thing about Crush Groove, uh, Force MDs was supposed to have the position where uh, New Edition. So Curtis that Blow was the one that the Curtis Blow was the one that found that found New Edition and brought them to Crush Groove, you know, toward the movie and went to went to Stevie D and them and said, listen. This group is hot. We want to get them in this movie. We'll let you guys have have the soundtrack, and they ended up getting a gold record off the soundtrack. And that's how Absolutely. that's how history was made. That's how history was made. I know tender this. Love. Tender love, there it is. <laughs> and Stevie D said that was the best. That was the best um, uh, business business opportunity that they did for Force MDs, and it blew them up. Because of Crush Groove, yes, sir. And, it blew, stopped, and it blew, and it blew New Edition up, and it blew New Edition up. Yeah, it did. Man, I saw a video of New Edition performing here lately, and Paul Bobby Brown was having so many issues with the moves. Mm. Mm. He would get to the mic and sing a little bit, turn around and just start breathing. It's like he was about to fall on his last breath. Bobby it Brown, was, he, he's out. Yeah, he's Bobby bad. Brown was he he's bad off. He's he's bad off. It look it, he, it was. Yeah, you said, yeah. Uh, was, uh, DJ Will, you send me your uh, send me your email, and I'll send you all these uh, the tapes from the you know be from uh, you know Zulu from from seventy from seventy seven all the way up to eighty three, man. Yes, sir. I got That's the whole right. collection. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm send you a text too. I got you. I just got your stuff too. Okay, that's what's up. Molly Mall yeah, versus Red Alert. I'm gonna send you a text. Man, see that's the type of stuff I I love, man. I told you, yeah, mm-hmm. I, the weather for me going to my man TC house. That was from New York, and he was getting all this stuff, man. I wouldn't even learn about the culture, man. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so DJ Will, Steve, y'all, thank y'all for joining in and tuning in with us tonight. Thank you, ladies, Miss Peggy, Miss Diamonds are our girl best friends, DJ Sean. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Be Happy Light tonight and sharing this time with me. And guess what? We out this mother. Yes, One love, my family. You know what time it is. It's official. Queen B. Welcome to the Beehive. Uh, 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 uh. Woo! Shut up and I'm it out. Shut it out. It's the Beehive. What's the deal? What's the deal? Not here. We just sold it a boot like we back on the bayou. You know how the queen do.
dudes Touch on Louisiana, got the whole game shook Real top radio, got them charged with book The beehive, baby, we own it, own it Party every day, kicking off the morning Hell's the queen, haters by down uh, Yell get them right to the shelf Down now, woo Shot it from the lead it out, let it out It's the beehive line Shot it from the lead it out, shot it out It's the beehive line Shot it from the lead it out, let it out It's the beehive line Shot it from the lead it out, let it out It's the beehive line What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Beehive with yours truly, Queen Bee. Let's see what all the buzz is about. <laughs> 